Hey! Welcome to another episode of From My Mat to Yours podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kenya Marsh, certified yoga instructor and your yoga bestie. So, today we're going to keep going with the chakra lessons. In the last two episodes, we've covered the sacral chakra, and previous to that, we've covered the root. So now we went from learning how to be grounded to learning how to be creative. And today we're going to focus all about igniting the power within and building that confidence. So if you are ready to get into today's lesson, let's get started. Welcome to lesson three. Today, we're going to focus on the third chakra known as Manapura, or the solar plexus chakra. This lesson will focus on teaching you how to ignite your personal power and build your confidence. This chakra energy is located in the abdomen, above the belly button, and it goes all the way up to the breastbone. When out of balance, emotion is emotions that you may experience would be blame, discouragement, doubt, disappointment, and worry. If you have too much energy going into this region, then that could lead to you being dominating, controlling, competitive, arrogant, hyperactive, or stubborn. If you have not enough energy coming to this area, then you could feel more passive lack of energy, experience poor digestion, a tendency to be cold, be submissive, and have low self-esteem. Now it's possible throughout the day, since our energies are constantly fluctuating at any given moment, you can experience any of these on either side. And it can go in and out of balance throughout the day. So the purpose of this is just to bring awareness to when you are experiencing any of these, you can catch yourself and make some adjustments and pivot. So common elements that could occur when the chakra is not balanced also to keep an eye on would be indigestion, hypoglycemia, diabetes, disorders of the liver, pancreas, stomach and gallbladder issues and you may experience chronic fatigue now if you are experiencing these elements just balancing the chakra may not get rid of it all the way so i still recommend consulting with your physician or your holistic doctor as well but these are some things that you can do to work on just balancing out the energies as you become aware of some of these elements So one thing you could notice when this chakra is balanced, you will feel responsibility. You will feel good self-discipline. You will have a positive sense of self. You will be more confident in anything that you do and how you live your life. And you will be energetic, spontaneous, and anything that just have you uplifted when you're ready to go. 
ways to become balanced, if you feel out of balance, is to use affirmations. You can write them down, repeat them, use your journal, set reminders in your phone to pop up at certain times of the day, set reminders on your laptop or desktop with your Google Calendar or any other calendar that you use, set small reminders there with these affirmations so you can constantly stay on top of your game. You can also work on key poses and sun salutations. Three key poses you can do would be a boat pose, planks, or warrior poses. And you can breathe and be more mindful of your daily actions and emotions by using a journal to capture your whole journey. Now we can go over some affirmations that can be helpful. One is that I am motivated to pursue my true purpose. We are all here for a reason. If you haven't pondered that, this is something that might just plant that seed and it might ignite the light bulb to go off in the back of your head. But we all have a purpose. What that purpose is, the only one know the only person with that answer is, is actually you. And it could take you a while to figure it out. But this is where as long as you going back to the sacral chakra, if you allow yourself to be creative and going back to the root chakra and you ground yourself and explore the different possibilities, trying talents, let your inner child come out, you might find out what that purpose is. Whether it is to use your voice to speak up for somebody or something that you strongly believe in, whether it is to write that book, if you're good with your words, you can put it in to inspire or motivate others. You can start your own podcast um, to share the topics that you're interested in and get out the thoughts you have that way. The possibilities here is endless and only you know what that is. But that is something to remind yourself as the affirmations that you remain motivated to pursue whatever that is. The next affirmation is, I release the need to control. Sometimes we, if you're one of those, I know I am sometimes, so I can speak on this. You want to control everything. But sometimes there are certain things that is out of your control. And if you learn to accept that the only thing that you really can control is yourself, that will help you. One, if you practice this detachment with that thought, then you wouldn't get upset at certain outcomes when it doesn't work out. Because at the end of the day, as long as you are always putting your best effort forward, you are showing up and doing your best. That's all you can control. And then if you have that deep understanding that things outside of you, which has so many variables, you can't control that. You could just let that idea go. If it works out, it works out. Great. If it doesn't, not this time. It's okay. But just don't hang on to what doesn't work out. Don't hang on to certain ways. Don't be so rigid. Allow yourself to be open to get feedback, to learn, to embrace. 
this is part of releasing control. It could even come down to if you have so much things in your business or in your personal life that you just want to keep all to yourself, you can start to delegate and let go. Case in point, for me, being a parent, my daughter is now in a teenage stage, I'm teaching her how to cook because, and I'm teaching my son too, because I want them to not be dependent on me on providing food for them. I want them to understand with my guidance while I'm here to learn as much as they can and how to do things for themselves and show them how to use the flavors and do these things. And sometimes it is hard watching them on the stove. But again, they're in middle school and quite frankly, this is something my mother did with me. She was a young parent and if she hadn't do that, I wouldn't be such a great cook that I am today. Yeah, I toot my own horn once in a while. But the key is she released that control to me. And she let me figure out what I liked to eat and what I didn't like to eat. And having that little control for myself, I was able to control what... I, we didn't waste that much food. I didn't allow her to waste. And then I was able to give back to her when she got tired I would cook dinner for the family because that confidence came and I, I, I developed that skill. So now I am in turn slowly releasing my control of the cooking and now bestowing that onto my kids, starting with snacks and lunch, but then I'm going to have them in baking, but we're going to gravitate more to meal planning and cooking meals. So that is another way that you can implement such a thing, especially if you're a parent and your kids is growing because we're not always going to be here forever. And we don't want to leave our kids high and dry to lean on others. And it's all about providing that education while you are giving the gift of today. And moving on to the next affirmation, I forgive myself for past mistakes and I grow from them. This is another big one. We make mistakes every day, all day, to be honest. There is no perfect being out there. If it is, it is a robot. And even at this stage, these artificial intelligence make mistakes. So no one or thing does not make mistakes. And that is okay. That's why we are unique. That's why we are special. It's a thing that's natural. But... Where the growth occurs is when you start looking at that mistake in a different light. So instead of saying I made a mistake or looking at these mistakes and I'm awful and I can't believe I really just did that, start looking at them like lesson. That was a challenging lesson. I missed the boat on that one, but this is what I'm going to do different. Just changing and shifting that mindset from that was a mistake to this is a lesson and I learned from it, that's where you will start to grow as a person. You will start to slowly make changes. You'll make better decisions. But if you don't do that and you continue to view your mistake as this and you apply some critical feedback and you have someone else calling you all kind of names for making that mistake, that brings you down. That makes you feel small. And in most cases, 
you're going to repeat that mistake again and again and again. And it's not that you're doing it on purpose, but you need to make that mental shift. You need to find out or look at it. What was the lesson that I need to learn? What is the message? And, and then what are you going to do different? How can you make it better? And the key is action. Act on making it better. Don't let your words just be words. Back it up with action. And that's how you can slowly start developing a better habit, a new habit, and grow personally as a whole. Next affirmation. Everything I need, I have within. You are your own driver to the destination that only you know where. And that is into pursuing your purpose, pursuing your passion, just moving day to day. You know you best. Sometimes we ignore ourselves, so we really don't know ourselves. Or we mask ourselves or create this imposter that we pretend to be others instead of ourselves. And that's doing ourselves a great injustice. Instead, get to know yourself. Write down what you like and don't like. Explore what you don't like and don't like. Pick up what you read. Expand your thoughts. Do something different. Change it up. Wear what you want to wear. Be your authentic self. Start by coming out of the shell and and remove some of these layers. You only have one life to live, so you might as well live it up as best as you can and enjoy it by honoring yourself by what you do and then take time to seek any questions you have about you. Meditate. Take some time to Breathe in and deep and breathe deeply. And if you are religious, this is a time where you can use your Bible and find a scripture. And believe it or not, sometimes the right passage will just come up when you need it the most and it will hit something in you. It will spark or ignite something in you. And now you need to ride that energy. Don't let it pass. You have so many signs that was provided to you. And you ignored them. You let them pass. Because you're seeking from outside. You're seeking from somebody. Seek it from yourself. Meditate. Take some deep breaths. And allow your vision to turn into clarity. Let it be crystal clear for yourself on where you want to go. Now you can't just do it and just sit. You need to ask yourself some of these questions, but don't just ask. Take time to ponder on that. And this leads back to my other episode where I talk about it's okay to ask for guidance. And when I'm saying ask for guidance, I'm just talking about asking guidance from a higher source, which could be you or your higher spirits. Whatever you believe in that is a higher entity of you is ready and willing. But the key is you got to be willing to also accept the uh, notes and signs that is provided to you to remind you, yes, you're on track. No, you're off track. Get back on track. 
you are actually setting yourself up in ways, but you have to pay attention to the signs when they show up. Don't dismiss them, but you have all the answers you need. It's just tapping in and tuning in to that right frequency. Moving on to the next affirmation. I take 100% responsibility of my life. No one's to blame than you, not your mother, not your father, not your grandparents, not your step-parents, not your friends, not your families. They're not you. I tell my kids this all the time when they are want to blame each other. You are not sharing the same mind and body as the next person. You only have one mind and one body. And you are responsible for that. And that alone, you are 100% responsible. And the minute you can realize that, that can help you so much. You won't be pushing blame or looking for excuses. It's all on you. It's all on you. So you have that control on you. And that's where you want to work on. How can you control it to make it work better for you? To make you grow. And... Those are the steps you want to take and think of. Accept the responsibility and then acting on actions that can keep you in a state where you can keep pursuing any dreams or passions you have or goals, whatever that may be. If you slip, you slip, but get back on track because you're responsible for slipping and you're responsible for getting back on track. You control who you be with, who you don't hang out with you control what you eat and what you don't eat you control all of that it's all you so know that and that can help you along the way and the last is i have a lot to offer the world this is where your confidence is sometimes we dim ourselves we don't feel that we are valuable yes you are you are more valuable than you can imagine You are priceless, to be honest, and because there's no one like you, you are a rare gem. You are special. You have a gift. You can make someone smile. You can make someone feel good just by being next to them. You can be an ear and just be that good, active listener so someone could just speak to you and genuinely know that you're listening to them. That can make someone stay totally different. You can make someone's day just by waving at them, asking how they really doing. Just the little things. You don't have to make a financial contribution to the world. You don't. You can start by what you eat. You can start by what you wear. You can start by not having too much things that you don't need. Those are the little things. All of this is in your control. And that's what you can offer the world. You have gifts, you got talents. So if you let your creative side show, then share it. Again, use your voice. Use your writing skills. Use your singing. Use your rapping. Use whatever feels so good to you that you can't do nothing but think about that day in, day out. Let it out so it won't eat you alive. Don't take that could've, should've, would've mindset or just not now because you may not get a win. Now is now. 
You have so much to offer. You don't know it until you put it out there. It don't have to be for the whole world, to be honest. It could just be to another person. It could be for anything. You could just make a difference to plants. They're living things too. You may not be able to have a conversation with them word to word, but trust and believe they are listening. I say that because I'm a plant parent and my husband and I have 15 plants in his house. And we have three trees and they are growing. They didn't like the other house we were in. And the reason why I say that is because they can show you how they're feeling by the colors, if they're vibrant or they're dull, if they drop or not, they're thirsty. When there's so much bad energy around, they could absorb that. So when the energy is great, they, f- they can thrive. So you can make a difference to plants, to flowers, to your garden. It doesn't have to be big. But just know that you bring value. And you need to be confident enough to accept that, acknowledge it, and act on that in any capacity that you want to. Who knows what opportunities that can come out of that, too? Just saying. (laughs) So, moving on. Here, um, again, the three poses that you can use. And it's pretty much any core poses. So, it could be any of the boat poses where you would sit down, bend your knees in, and balance on your sitting bones. And you would lift your feet up. You can hold the back of your thighs to give you support. Or you can extend your arms out. If you want to challenge yourself, you can extend your legs up instead of keeping your knees bent. Um, planks, you can do a high plank resting on your pushing down into the wrists, making sure that your shoulders and your elbows and wrists is in a nice straight clean line. You want to make sure that your body is parallel to the ground and you are fully extended, keeping your navel drawn in. It's all about core engagement. You can do the side plank just by rotating out to the right. Keeping the core in is a little more challenging than the high, but that's another form. And then you can rotate to the other side to keep the balance going. You can also break it down by doing a side plank on your elbows or take your high plank down to resting on both forearms and staying parallel to the ground. And there's so much other variations that you can do. But again, it's all about the core engagement. And then you have your warrior one, a warrior two, even your extended side angle you can do. Anything that's going to allow you to engage in that core. Okay. So question to ask yourself. Do you notice if you're experiencing too much or too little energy to this region? Do you feel that you're a very dominant person? Are you really submissive? Which one uh, do you resonate with? And how or which affirmation stands out to you to balance that? Now, you can download this so you can get access to these affirmations and write them down. I will be creating a blog post so you can visit simplyfitandcurvyyoga.com slash blog to get access to the uh blog post and that will have the list of affirmations for you and lastly I'm going to provide you some tips 
additional tips to balancing this shaka that you can give a try. One would be practice deep breathing. You can start with just five to 10 minutes. Take a nice inhale in through that nose, fill up those lungs. Exhale, let that air come out from the belly. Don't do shallow breathing, just exhaling from your lungs. Take it deeper. Let the air all out from the belly. Think of like when you blow into a balloon and then you just release it and it just really, that's the type of breathing you wanna do. Next would be practicing journaling. This though, I would suggest is writing down what you are worried about. Sometimes our mind is powerful, but boy, it's tricky too, because you can get worried and then you can escalate that worry by worrying about something else and then making a worse scenario and even worse scenario and just build on all of those negative thoughts and it can spiral out control to where you get upset and nothing happened. It's all in your head. So to make it easier or what the better approach to this would be anytime you run into something you're worried, break out your journal, write down what you're worried about and why. Write it all out. That exercise alone will get it out your head so it won't brainstorm into some kind of snowballing catastrophe. Okay? This way you can write down what you're worried about. When you finish writing that down, I want you to read it to yourself. You can take it up a notch going into the bathroom. Look in the mirror. Look at yourself and read it. And then ask yourself, is this something you really should be worried about? Or is it not as bad as it seems? Sometimes we can blow things out of proportion and escalate to something that it's not as bad as it, it really is. But in order to see that, sometimes you got to put it on paper. You got to see it for yourself. And the way you can see it for yourself is to get it out of your head, onto paper, and look at it. Read it. And then hear it. That's why you want to read it back to yourself. Up next is work on some core stretches and to strengthen the abdominals. You also want to be aware of your feelings, accept them, and the key, let it go. Good or bad, it's all temporary. So accept it, yay, or it's all right, and then let it go. That way you'll be free flowing, okay? Then you have recognize your critical inner voice and change it. Keep working on making sure you come up with a positive or two positives to any negative thought you have towards yourself or others. Um, you want to shift that mindset. And last is write down what you want to let go of and visualize what it will feel like after you do. Right, so get down a piece of paper, it could be a small sticky note, and write down the things, whoever bothered you, uh, were you worried about that? Are you worrying about some of these bills? Are you worrying about what you're going to do next week? Are you worrying about whenever you're going to travel again? And then visualize what it's like to have all your debt cleared. What is it like to have all your bills caught up and you have savings? What, it's, what would it feel like to travel again? And whatever the other things you're worried about. Start visualizing that to keep yourself uplifted. Shift your narrative that way. 
you will feel a lot better. It's one of the exercises I love to do, and it's it's such a, a good energy boost, especially if you have a down moment. And we, we all go through it once in a while, and that's okay, but you could bounce back from it quicker by just shifting your thoughts to something that could bring you joy and could do that is to visualize. Our mind is tricky. Sometimes it can't tell um, any experience apart. Right. So you can create yourself to feel and trick yourself into feeling ecstatic, feeling achievement, feeling anything you want to feel good or bad. So you might as well put all the energy into feeling good. So that way it could just generate some more good neurons for you and it could just spiral in a good way. So I hope you enjoyed this um episode let me just summarize it for you we talked about the solar plexus chakra this is the third one it is located in the abdomen right above the belly button and it travels up to the breastbone if out of balance you can experience discouragement doubt and other types of emotions and elements to balance the chakra you want to work on some personal power postures and repeat an affirmation that resonate with you you want to use a journal to track your emotions or negative thoughts and allow yourself to continue to be less than perfect because no one is. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you would like to learn about the chakra flow where we get into the poses that you can do with this, visit simplyfitandcurvyyoga.com. Become a member. Join and get unlimited access to all of these and more. So I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Don't forget to download if you need to get back to the section of the affirmations and visit simplyfitandcurvyyoga.com slash blog to get the blog posts where the affirmations will be listed as well. Thank you for listening. I wish you a wonderful weekend and I will meet you back on the mat next week when we will explore the fourth chakra. <laughs> Have a wonderful day.